0: Day 8 of Totus Tuis' Novena, on John Paul II's Encyclical, Ecclesia de Eucharistia. If we wish to rediscover in all its richness the profound relationship between the Church and the Eucharist, we cannot neglect Mary, Mother and Model of the Church. In my apostolic letter, Rosarium Virginis Mariae, I pointed to the Blessed Virgin Mary as our teacher in contemplating Christ's face. And among the mysteries of light, I included the institution of the Eucharist. Mary can guide us towards this most holy sacrament, because she herself has a profound relationship with it. At first glance, the Gospel is silent on this subject. The account of the institution of the Eucharist on the night of Holy Thursday makes no mention of Mary. Yet we know that she was present among the Apostles who prayed with one accord in the first community which gathered after the Ascension in expectation of Pentecost. Certainly, Mary must have been present at the Eucharistic celebrations of the first generation of Christians who were devoted to the breaking of bread. But in addition to her sharing in the Eucharistic banquet, an indirect picture of Mary's relationship with the Eucharist can be had beginning with her interior disposition. Mary is a woman of the Eucharist in her whole life. the Church, which looks to Mary as a model, is also called to imitate her in her relationship with this most holy mystery. Mysterium Fidei If the Eucharist is a mystery of faith which so greatly transcends our understanding as to call for sheer abandonment to the Word of God, then there can be no one like Mary to act as our support and guide in acquiring this disposition. In repeating what Christ did at the Last Supper, in obedience to his command, do this in memory of me, we also accept Mary's invitation to obey him without hesitation. Do whatever he tells you. With the same maternal concern which she showed at the wedding feast of Cana, Mary seems to say to us, Do not waver. Trust in the words of my Son. If he was able to change water into wine, he can also turn bread and wine into his body and blood. And through this mystery, bestow on believers the living memorial of his Passover, thus becoming the bread of life. In a certain sense, Mary lived her Eucharistic faith even before the institution of the Eucharist, by the very fact that she offered her virginal womb for the incarnation of God's Word. The Eucharist, while commemorating the Passion and Resurrection, is also in continuity with the Incarnation. At the Annunciation, Mary conceived the Son of God in the physical reality of his body and blood, thus anticipating within herself what to some degree happens sacramentally in every believer who receives, under the signs of bread and wine, the Lord's body and blood. As a result, there is a profound analogy between the fiat. Which Mary said in reply to the angel, and the Amen, which every believer says when receiving the body of the Lord. Mary was asked to believe that the one whom she conceived through the Holy Spirit was the Son of God, in continuity with the Virgin's faith, in the Eucharistic mystery we are asked to believe that the same Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Mary, becomes present in his full humanity and divinity under the signs of bread and wine. Blessed is she who believed. Mary also anticipated, in the mystery of the Incarnation, the Church's Eucharistic faith. When, at the visitation, she bore in her womb the Word made flesh, she became in some way a tabernacle, the first tabernacle in history, in which the Son of God, still invisible to our human gaze, allowed himself to be adored by Elizabeth radiating his light, as it were, through the eyes and the voice of Mary. And is not the enraptured gaze of Mary, as she contemplated the face of the newborn Christ, and cradled him in her arms, that unparalleled model of love, which should inspire us every time we receive Eucharistic Communion? Mary, throughout her life at Christ's side, and not only on Calvary, made her own, the sacrificial dimension of the Eucharist. When she brought the child Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, she heard the aged Simeon announce that the child would be a sign of contradiction, and that a sword would also pierce her own heart. the tragedy of her son's crucifixion was thus foretold and in some sense Mary's stubborn martyr at the foot of the cross was foreshadowed. In her daily preparation for Calvary Mary experienced a kind of anticipated Eucharist one might say a spiritual communion of desire and of oblation which would culminate in her union with her Son in his Passion, and then find expression after Easter by her partaking in the Eucharist, which the Apostles celebrated as the memorial of that Passion. What must Mary have felt as she heard from the mouth of Peter, John, James and the other Apostles the words spoken at the Last Supper? This is my body, which is given for you. The body given up for us, and made present under sacramental signs, was the same body which she had conceived in her womb. For Mary, receiving the Eucharist must have somehow meant welcoming once more into her womb that heart which had beat in unison with hers, And reliving what she had experienced at the foot of the cross. Do this in remembrance of me. In the memorial of Calvary, all that Christ accomplished by his passion and his death is present. Consequently, all that Christ did with regard to his mother for our sake is also present. To her, he gave the beloved disciple, and in him, each of us, Behold, your son. To each of us, he also says, Behold, your mother. Experiencing the memorial of Christ, death in the Eucharist also means continually receiving this gift. It means accepting like John the one who is given to us anew as our mother. It also means taking on a commitment to be conformed to Christ putting ourselves at the school of his mother and allowing her to accompany us. Mary is present with the Church and as the Mother of the Church, at each of our celebrations of the Eucharist. If the Church and the Eucharist are inseparably united, the same ought to be said of Mary and the Eucharist. This is one reason why, since ancient times, the commemoration of Mary has always been part of the Eucharistic celebrations of the Churches of East and West. In the Eucharist, the Church is completely united to Christ and His sacrifice, and makes her own the Spirit of Mary. This truth can be understood more deeply by rereading the Magnificat in a Eucharistic key. The Eucharist, like the Canticle of Mary, is first and foremost praise and thanksgiving when Mary exclaims, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. She already bears Jesus in her womb. She praises God through Jesus, but she also praises Him in Jesus and with Jesus. This is itself the true Eucharistic attitude. At the same time, Mary recalls the wonders worked by God in salvation history in fulfilment of the promise once made to the Fathers and proclaims the wonder that surpasses them all, the redemptive incarnation. Lastly, the Magnificat reflects the eschatological tension of the Eucharist. Every time the Son of God comes again to us, in the poverty of the sacramental signs of bread and wine, the seeds of that new history, wherein the mighty are put down from their thrones, and those of low degree are exalted. Take root in the world. Mary sings of the new heavens and the new earth, which find in the Eucharist their anticipation, and in some sense their program and plan. The Magnificat expresses Mary's spirituality, and there is nothing greater than this spirituality for helping us to experience the mystery of the Eucharist. The Eucharist has been given to us so that our life, like that of Mary, may become completely a Magnificat. Let us pray. Bonne pasta, Parnis Fairy Jesu, Nostri Miserere. Come then, Good Shepherd, Bread Divine, Still show to us Thy mercy sign. O feed us, Still keep us Thine, So we may see Thy glory shine In fields of immortality. O thou the wisest, mightiest best, our present food, our future rest, come, make us each thy chosen guest, co-heirs of thine, and comrades blest, with saints whose dwelling is with thee. Mary, woman of the Eucharist, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.